Welcome to the Nerd Brand Podcast. We're discussing about why brand influences on this episode of the Nerd Brand Podcast. Welcome to the Nerd Brand Podcast. On this episode, we're talking about why brand influences using, uh, well, what's going on with the FTX crisis and some online social media influencers as an example. So, uh, you know, if anybody's noticed it or not, but we're kind of in the attention economy. That's the mm-hmm. kind of way mm-hmm. it is now. So um, I don't particularly like it because whoever's the loudest gets what's in the cycle. So lately in the news cycle has been this uh, FTX thing. So FTX is a, uh, everybody's really hot a trot about um crypto and i'm not a i'm not a fan of crypto but at the same time i'm also not a financial person so the disclaimer is i'm not a financial person it's not financial advice and nor is this any sort of other show that you know you'd look at but i found it fascinating and the reason it is called why brand influences is because this guy sbf was able to get billions of dollars from people because it looked so damn legit So it's almost on the other side of the spectrum when we talk mm-hmm. about your brand needs to look good because, you know, it's pretty it needs easy. to represent what, right. what you actually represent. And they did that to nefarious purposes. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of what this is uh, more is about. So, yeah, uh, you know, it's an exchange. It's not a currency. Um, you know, they, they said most people would buy uh, Bitcoin and they'll keep it in a cold wallet and probably smart thing to do really um but sometimes these exchanges come along and they want to like say hey we'll invest it we'll divert you know divert whatever in separate areas Mm -hmm. we'll make some use of it and make you more uh and then they lost it and so they said (laughs) oopsies well here's a token and it was a some name token i forget what it was but it's issued by the exchange it's kind of like a really stupid iou (laughs) if you get one you should be pissed um and people were and so, well, that, that's kind of how the dollar started out. Really, though. <laughs> yeah, it's really look at funny. us now. <laughs> it's really funny. Now how, it's all imaginary. Yeah, it's really funny the similarities. When the dollar was backed by a gold standard, you were like, okay, I know what that dollar is worth, and I know what it goes, you know, what it's held against. But you know, Nixon and the French kind of ruined that. Uh, but we're not going to go into that. So they took the gold standard off, and now it's just a promise note. So it's like a token, basically, is mm-hmm. what the dollar bill is. So yeah, you're right. And so that's kind of what happened here. And so crypto, everybody's like, oh, go be crypto. And I'm like, you know, we're kind of already there if you think about it. When you go get a mortgage loan, the bank doesn't walk back into the vault and go, one, two, $100,000, there it is, here's your house. They just kind of add a number in a field on a form in the mm-hmm. computer. <laughs> and you owe money now. And you owe it. <laughs> you pay it. It's the yeah. American dream. Yeah. <laughs> So, so the emphasis is always like to look over there. It's really not, you know, nothing to see, uh, just fancy and fun content. But, uh, this FTX crypto exchange, the failure, it was blatant, obviously blatant criminal activity. Um, he was on the New York times and, and Joe Rogan did a podcast and they actually watched the interview and the people that he had on the podcast. One of the guys lost lots of money and they were watching this and then they said, he's high. (laughs) <laughs> and his pupils were dilated. And so there's all this weird stuff that was going on while this was happening. And it was just incredibly irresponsible behavior, they were saying. And so, but at the end of the day, it's not bad. Crypto's not bad. It's just what do you do with your money? It's just like the dollar, like you said. What do you do with your money? Is like, you know, you don't walk, like, 
you go to a legitimate bank and you go, I hope it's safe. <laughs> Michaela's going to giggle because <laughs> she's had some fun times with banks. Uh, triggered. <laughs> so triggered. <laughs> but nobody walks up to a guy on the corner and says, would you hold on to my life savings? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how it felt. Don't right? you go dying on me. <laughs> Big gulp, eh? Yeah. I mean, I I believe that if I was such of a more of a silver tongue fox, I bet I could probably get anybody, anything out of anybody to pay me much like that kind of money. And then, yeah, I'd be a criminal and get away with it. Now, I'm not. I'm not that smart or am I that savvy, but it's amazing. That's what you want people to think. Yeah. <laughs> but it's amazing, though, like, if you could, like, the people do that. Like, I don't, part of me, I guess that's part of the morals in me. It's like, I can't get my brain into that thinking of like putting myself in the, that shoes of the person like him, you know? Well, it's probably because you don't want to go to prison. Well, there's that, (laughs) there's that. That's somewhat of a disincentive. Yeah. But he, they did use the brand to influence. They used it. They, they used the, their youth social media. They used the tools that were there and these investors they went to, these aren't like stupid people. I mean, Mark Cuban was approached, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, Elon Musk, uh, this kid approached Elon Musk with $100,000 when he bought Twitter Mm -hmm. or 100 million. And Elon was like, "Eh." he met him and just kind of was like, "Mm, something's off. But a lot of other people met him and were like, sure. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Sounds like uh, my money. It's that movie with Tom Hanks and Leo DiCaprio. Catch Catch me me if you can. can. It's like a lot like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm a little slow. So. I just put two and two together or one and one, whatever you want to say. Um, <laughs> Depends on what the equation is on the other end. So <laughs> math is hard. Well, with the whole dollar and gold and then crypto and mining, mm-hmm. like it's all the same. Like that's how the dollar started out. Like people mining gold because of the gold rush. Yeah. It went in reverse. Right. Yeah, it did. It and flipped. Then, yeah. It just. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just now. I mean, it's twenty, almost 2023, and I'm... Uh, no, believe it or not, you're probably not the only person that, as of now, would be coming to that conclusion because mining crypto isn't cheap. It requires hardware. There's buildings in cities that just have tons of those mm-hmm. uh, air conditioners in the windows. People are like, what the hell's going on in there? Well, you know, they're in there mining crypto. They got to keep those servers cool. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny, too, because those are usually the same people that are like, you know, worried about climate change. And I'm like, do you understand how much electricity is flowing in there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, Pete had something similar, and he had it attached to his like patio table outside in his old apartment. Cause I remember when we were moving, we had to unscrew it all. It was like a whole antenna thing. And I think it had something to do with crypto mining. I hope so. Either that or you're dating somebody in the CIA. Maybe. I don't know. He, well, he's an engineer. He so. loves to do, he loves like craps and doing like charts on different roles that he does. I'm sorry. Did you say craps? Craps. The game. Yeah. The, like the game. The casino game. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. What else would it be, Nick? <laughs> Well, I thought she said, I thought she was saying graphs. Craps. She said that. Like, don't roll sevens. Yeah. Well, maybe some people want to roll sevens. If uh, if it's not on, if it's not on, I don't know. He's he's trying, yeah, he's trying to teach me this, but I just don't have any. (laughs) The only games I win at are uh, left, center, right. (laughs) 
That's fun. Game. Struck a like. <laughs> yeah. Struck a luck. I, I'm marking the point where we went off the rails, but we yeah. had fans out there. They're like, "Yeah, you're right on time." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's important that we give the fans what they want. Mm-hmm. Oh, Way to wrangle us back in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but this is the uh, this is the attention economy, and he got a lot of attention. He got in a room with a lot of very influential people. That's the part that I don't understand. That's the part that I look at him, how he is. I mean. John, you and I, we don't wear thousand, mm-hmm. eight thousand dollar suits, whatever, you know. I mean, we're average guys. Only at home. Yeah, only That's at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. I wear like my silk pajamas at home, like I'm here. Oh after. yeah, yeah. Um, I just got a bad visual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Worse than the clear red. shower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Silk pajamas. Is it a red silk or black tub silk? Of ice cream. <laughs> Pink bonbons. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like a bonbon? <laughs> yeah, just sit and cry with my Netflix. <laughs> it's Pepsi. Watching uh, the notebook? <laughs> no, finding Bigfoot. Yeah, no, finding Bigfoot. Yes. I still say that's the most entertaining thing one can do. Yes, oh, yeah. It is. Or The Crown. Mm-hmm, watching mm-hmm. The Crown. I watched about 10 minutes of that Harry and Meghan thing, and I was like, I'm done. So what's going to happen now? <sighs> I mean, to the brand, is it shot? I thought you were is like, for the show, this episode, I was like, well, that well I guess we can they just find, close it. They find Bigfoot. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Harry and Megan. I'm like, I guess they're going to stay together. I was like, I guess I got to edit that out where John like stops the podcast and goes, all right, what now? <laughs> is anybody here even listening to me? <laughs> No, wait, go ahead. What was your question? I was just, I mean, is there like a, an outcome to what's going to happen with the brand? Is it, I assume it's shot. And I mean, yeah. I know he's facing criminal stuff. Yeah, it's pretty much done. Uh, I think it was last I looked, it was like $1.2 billion he was supposed to disperse hmm. and uh, he don't have it. So <laughs> he's going to jail. Well, it's really not his fault. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the board is sort of like, I mean, when you serve on a board of directors, you want to ask and make sure the organization has insurance that insulates you from this stuff. Because if it happens, being a board member mm-hmm. could put you in danger of being a part of the problem and liability. So, you know, free advice out there. Anybody that wants to serve on a board of directors or on a committee, ask them. Yeah, surely you, he wasn't solo. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's absolutely no way. Um, but this is like that fire festival crap in my mm-hmm. mind. It's yeah. like got everybody excited. It's all going to happen. It's empty. Look at this amazing <laughs> marketing and Instagramming and all this. All right. And then people show up and it's like, well, here's your bucket to poop in. <laughs> <laughs> back to craps. Yeah, back to craps. <laughs> that's, that's great that's callback. How, yeah, yeah, that's how we uh, round that off. <laughs> I just think of Dave. I just think of Dave Bell. Anytime I'm trying to make a job. <laughs> At know. least Dave laughed. I know. I know. He's in his car. Just I have laughing. this image of him, too, in his car. <laughs> just going like, I don't need to find guys. another show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll go back to listening to music. <laughs> just turn on what's on Siri. <laughs> and this is exactly why brand influences. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you do need to be. Exactly. Yeah. You have to. You can be. <laughs> To non-nefarious reasons, be entertaining, be charismatic, uh, be informative of what you're doing to help your people not just inform them, but how to apply these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and know, steal billions of dollars from people. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're if you're trying to become, and we've used the term influencer before, we've seen that a lot. What is a real influencer? I'm sure, John, you might have an answer. If you do, just chime in. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but 
Still trying to figure it out like the rest of the folk. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's an answer. I think a lot of people say, I'm an influencer. And I'm like, um, you have a lot of, maybe you have a lot of followers. Maybe you mm-hmm. have, but I don't think if you're ca- if you're not cashing like millions of dollars in checks and endorsements and stuff, I don't really think that that's a title. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think influencers should be used at all. I think it's... <laughs> I think it's just so ambiguous. Like, okay, well, what what does that does that mean? It's gone the route of like that. That term has kind of fallen off because of that perception. It's more like they they leaned into the creator right. term. I mean, even TikTok has the creator marketplace where you can go in and just hire random, just average people who happen to have a following mm-hmm. for whatever. I mean, I was looking at it for the for vetiver for perfume influencers, and there's just people on there with four hundred thousand followers and. I don't know what they do. They just make little videos. <laughs> well, I actually have a guy in one of my groups, Nick Wise, mm. who takes these influencers mm-hmm. and like links them up with different companies for right. for branding and marketing. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, you know, it's an approach. And like I said, it's the attention economy that we exist in now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's become a more of a value than, you know, I remember I almost misimpressions because you, know, you could go like, look at all these eyeballs that saw this. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, we have how much attention to get, how much lift brand lift is really what it is. Right. There's a reason why we're a branding agency and why, you know, planted my flag there. Cause I was like, this is going to be a big deal moving forward. Um, and did that before COVID actually hit because I knew that people have such an affinity to a brand like. I keep looking at Michaela's shirt and it's just, you know, Rolling Stones as much as you can imagine everywhere in all the different ways the their logo is, is mm-hmm. styled. And I keep eyeballing John's got Adidas on. Um, Nick is, you know, wearing a, his his own brand shirt. He's wearing Sencha T, you know. I look like I rode out of bed, but I digress. <laughs> so <laughs> He didn't. He's only had one cup of coffee. Yeah, one cup of coffee and a little bit of water. And I had a biscuit and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuel. I had two famous Amos before I came. <laughs> yeah, I got a text message more from Nick. You're like, a, you're where do we go for breakfast? <laughs> I well, I would like to thank the seven million people out there that that are listening to this podcast. So, mm-hmm. thank yeah. you all very much. Yeah, I would too. Um, yeah, that I would just like to get a sponsor now. <laughs> so, listen to our previous episode when we talked about sponsors. Yeah, thank you. There you go. <laughs> and you can find that at nervebrandagency.com slash podcast, or you can go to Apple, or you can go to Spotify and. Uh, Subscribe there, and uh, we'll be back next week. So remember, keep your nerve brand strong.